hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. And I am pumped you are hanging out with us today because it's going to be a fantastic show. We have got a good friend of mine, Michael Weaver, hanging out with us today from the Weaver Sales Academy. And uh, he does some really cool stuff. And we get into some fun conversations on this one. So I am really, uh, really interested to hear your thoughts on this. And so if you uh, if you want to hit me up at Heath at Insurance Town Podcast. Guys, this show could not be possible without my good friends over at Canopy Connect. Guess what, guys? Commercial is here. You want to get lost runs? You can get them right there at canopyconnect.com using that same one-click solution. Not only can you get the deck pages you need, but now you can get the loss runs that you need to quote your prospects. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um, I got him coming up on the show next week or maybe week after next. <laughs> I can't remember the order anymore, but um, Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting the deck pages you need to quote your prospects. Also, I could not do this show without my friends over at CoverDesk. Andy and his team over at CoverDesk are hands down the best uh, when it comes to virtual assistance. And the work that they do inside your agency. Uh, if you're looking to grow your team, if you're looking to take some administrative tasks off of your uh, your staff, if you're looking to change some things up in the agency, if you're looking to you know maybe uh, bring on uh, someone like a, a quote team, you could do that too with CoverDesk Direct. Uh, if you're looking for a book roll opportunity. Cover desk direct. If you're looking for, you know, I, I don't know, you could do anything. You know, uh, Cover Desk does such a phenomenal job working within our industry, and they do it in such a way that these people uh, that come from Cover Desk become a part of your family, become a part of your team, become a part of your culture. Look no further than CoverDesk.com when you're looking to hire, when you're looking to grow, when you're looking to expand your team. Virtual employees, virtual assistants are the way to go. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and knock it out right now because I'm super excited. My friends over at Smart Choice. Uh, Smart Choice is the fastest growing agency network for a reason. They come in with with uh, no fees, you know, no sign up fees, no joining fees, no monthly fees, none of that kind of stuff. They just work off a commission split, and that's only off the business that you get from carriers they provide you. So if you've already got ten or fifteen carriers, you just need to add one. Bring it on, you know. If you want to, you're a startup agency, or you're coming from captive, and you want to add, you know, five or ten to your stable. Come on, smart choice agents. Dot com. They do personal lines, they do commercial, they even have a life division. They can even help you with bonds. They can help you with a hard to place business or the cookie cutter, easy to place business. Smartchoiceagents.com. Now, let's get on to the program. Uh, this guy, uh, I saw his content popping up all over my TikTok, all over my social media feeds, and I, I just love what he's doing. And um, it, it's just really interesting. And so I was really excited to bring him on and just dive into some content. And what we get into not only surprised me, um, but 
was also like almost therapeutic for me. <laughs> so I really want you to hear this because I think you're going to get a lot of it. Uh, he's a sales coach, but the mindset conversation that we have here is just incredible. So I really want you to hear this and I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, whether you hit me on LinkedIn or you email me as usual, however you want to do it. I don't care, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. But in the meantime, Heath, shut up and listen so we can listen. All right. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Michael Weaver. Michael Weaver, what's happening, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, man, I'm good. We finally connect. Absolutely. It's it's really cool. I see you on TikTok doing your thing, and I love it. And it's cool to see, like I'm fanboying out for a minute because I I can see the (laughs) backdrop. I can see where you do your recordings on your TikTok, so it's pretty cool, man. I um, I thought I knew everybody in insurance, but I don't apparently. So <laughs> I'm sneaking up on you, man. <laughs> that's right. So uh, I'm glad one of these days I'll have to meet uh, your better half and the the sidekick to uh, your show, which is the Insurance Buzz. She's definitely the better half, and I am definitely the sidekick for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So you have your own show, the Insurance Buzz, and how long have you been doing that now? Yeah, brother. So we've been doing that. We started it in February of this year. Okay, so, so it's still fairly new. I mean, coming up on almost a year, and a couple months away. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, man. We actually just uh, so what our hundredth episode will be because we just recorded it. It'll go out on December twenty second. So like we're oh, wow. uh, we're rocking and rolling, man. It's been it's y'all been a two, lot. Y'all did two a week or one a week? Or? Yep. Yep. Two a week. It's been every Tuesday, every, I'm sorry, every uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, nice. Yep. Yeah. It, it's hard enough for me to keep up with one a week. Um, and so I couldn't do it. So good for you. Um, yeah. hundred's a big deal. I uh, I celebrated a hundred earlier on, no, late last year. And so I was pretty proud of myself on that. So, but it took me Hell two yeah, years man. to get there. So Dude, no, that's that's awesome. It's been uh, and thank you so much for for the invite on here. This is going to be yeah, bro, for sure. A lot of fun, but the podcasting is just as you know, it's um, it's so freaking fun because you get to learn so much from so many people, yes. and it's just it's helped my learn. Like you learn something from everybody. Like every single person you talk to is going to drop a nugget or a piece of wisdom yep. that you you run with. I completely agree with you, brother. And I, and I love it. That's why, you know, again, I started my show for that reason. It was pandemic. I know what was going on. I thought we were all going to die. And so I thought, Hey, I'm just going to have a show, invite some friends to talk and see what happens. And it's grown to something I never thought would ever happen. And here I am two and a half years later, people actually care about what we're saying. So (laughs) super cool. Um, If I could ever get my wife to be a co-host, it would be so much better for me. Uh, But I'm glad that you have yours on there. I want to hear more about you, the audience, like who in the world is Michael Weaver, Heath? So let's take a walk down memory lane. Why don't you tell me, go back, you know, start your career, walk me up to where you are now. If you want to go back further, you're welcome to tell me about your high school days too. No, man, I'll, I'll, I'll start with, uh, yeah, I'll start with the beginning of my career. So my career in insurance and really sales um, started what my junior year of college actually. So um, I had to get an internship obviously before I graduated. So Easter um, Easter break, so spring break before my senior year, I went around, I actually went to school. I was going to go to law. 
Um, that was what I was originally going to pursue and, uh, <clears throat> went around, knocked on bankers doors, insurance agents doors and, um, and law firms. All right. And, uh, and I stumbled across, everyone's like, Nope, not interested, not interested, not interested, like rejection the whole week, man, the whole week of spring break, instead of going down to going down to freaking Mexico, I'm freaking knocking on doors, trying to get a job for the summer. And, um, I stumbled across and everyone told me no, every single person told me no. And quite frankly, I walked into a couple of law firms and right. it was almost like, walking into a freaking funeral home. Like it was dead. I'm like, this is not for me. Um, banks, same thing, super boring. And I just happened to stumble across uh, an insurance agent that was, um, his culture was young. It was energizing. It was fun. And he's like, Hey, Michael, you seem great, but come back next year. When you graduate, we can talk then. Well, the only problem with that is for me to graduate, I have to have internship. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, so that was on a Friday. And so I left, I went back Monday morning, right at 9am. And he's like, Michael, yeah, come on into office. What's up? And I was like, Hey, I'm going to show up here every single morning at 9am until you give me an opportunity. Right. I'm like, even if it's only a couple hours a day, a couple days a week, let me just get this. I have to have it for college. And I promise you, I will come in. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll work my ass off. Like, just give me an opportunity. And he did. And by the end of the summer, the rest was kind of history. He offered me a job. I went back to school, graduated, started full-time with him right when I graduated that uh, that upcoming May. And yeah, man, it's been... And then we went into... I'll give you the whole thing. So obviously, it was a producer. Um, yeah. Grew up in the Kansas City area. So... Uh, came out of the gates first couple months, little rough. All right. Still learning something new, never really sold professionally. So I start listening to Brian Tracy, the psychology of selling. Oh yeah. Um, I've read his books. Yeah. yeah, brother. So that's that. So this is going to age me a little bit. So I had a, a 2008 Malibu still have the car today actually, but it had CD players in it. Yeah, and so baby. every morning on the way to work and every every day on the way home for work, I turned my, my car into like a mobile university. And I listened to psychology of selling every single day for 18 months in a row. Like literally my wife, she was a, my girlfriend back then she'd get into the car. She's like, are you kidding me? She's like, we are not listening to Brian Tracy to go to date night. So yeah, man. So that, that's how it all started and came out. Um, rock and rolled was the highest producer in Kansas city and started going around to agents offices and helping their, their producers with processes, sales systems. And that's where my love for coaching and training probably started. Yeah. And, then we started our own agency back in 2014, grew it exponentially. Obviously, you know, success when you, when, when you have success, people are going to call. And, and so we, uh, we went on to form, um, Weaver Sales Academy along with a couple other businesses, but Weaver Sales Academy is what we do now, um, in 2018 and gave up, uh, all the, all of our other sales, uh, organizations in January of this year. And so we only do Weaver Sales Academy full-time now. Wow. That's incredible, man. Uh, what's well, that's a great journey. Uh, and, you know, I love the grit and the grind that you had to have to say, I'm going to show up every day because I got to have this internship. So I'm going to show up. And so many times, you know, you talk about a love for sales consulting and I love, I'm going to love this conversation because you and I are both sales consultants. So that's obviously going to yep. be trouble for the audience. And they're going to be like, oh, beat <laughs> up today or it's going to be really good. So, um, but a lot of times, you know, when I'm talking to producers and I told you before we hit start that that's one of the things I gravitate towards. I love working with producers. It is that grit. You can't train grit and grind. You yep. got to either have it or you don't. Either you're going to want to get out every day and hustle and go after it, 
because again, you could be, you know, and I tease a lot. I, I lead with comedy a lot in my training, but I do say, you know, you could be the dumbest dude in the room and outwork the, the smartest producer ever, or you could know the least about insurance, you know, as far as uh, policy language and all of that kind of stuff, but you can outsell the smartest, most policy efficient guy in the room with grit and grind. It's it's like the Pinterest quote, like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And yeah. Um, it's so freaking true, man. Like I, Durant, baby. that like that's all I knew growing. I grew up in a very just really honestly blue collar family. Like um, dad was a union worker, uh, mom managed a local business owners um, firm, and it's I, I just watched them. And that's where my love. Um, my dad actually lost his, didn't lose it, but um, he was supposed to retire. Just long story short, like seven years ago. But we found out when I was a teenager, probably going to go to college, that his pension had been delayed, got cut by a huge percentage, and so that's where my love for honestly making money, not being relying on anyone, preparing for the future, kind of started. And that's what actually led me down the insurance world um, is the opportunity to help people with legacy planning, wealth planning, making sure that they're they're protected from a liability standpoint from lawsuits and then. That love obviously transferred into helping my peers do the same thing through through conversation. Yeah. So, so yeah, for you, it wasn't just about selling a home or an auto policy or a life insurance policy. It was more of like a a passion of yours to help people. Yeah, man, it's um that's what it's about. I mean, that's why I think I always tell insurance. I believe is the most noble profession in in the world. Um, you're there. Way. You're there for people on their worst day. You're helping if you're if you're doing it what I consider the right way. You're helping people plan for their worst day. So emotionally, you can't help them, but financially, you can make sure that they have a plan in place so that they're not struggling, wondering how they're going to pay their bill, wondering how they're going to afford their mortgage payment, wondering if they're going to have to sell the house and move school districts. And that's what that's what fires me up. Also creating plans for their financial future, paying your future self and making sure you can retire one day. Yeah. I love that. Um, You know, and so I think it's super cool to know that you were, you know, challenged and you wanted to, because so many people have that scarcity mindset of if I help my competition, if I help this other guy, even if you're on the same team, so to speak, I don't want to help them out. You know, I see a lot of agencies where even producers within the same bullpen, they don't want to help each other out. Cause like it's mine, I got to take it. It's mine. But for you to have that abundance mindset is crucial. And I'd love to hear more about that because I think there's too many agents, even listen to this show, turn it up and listen. Now, Michael, <laughs> tell them about the abundance mindset. Well, look, and I think I, Actually, I don't think I'm challenged with it today. And and it's something that I practice every single day and it still will sneak up on you. It's still so look, but here's the thing with a with insurance, there's so many customers out there. Like we could all help a ton of customers and we're all going to make a great, great living. It's the same thing with the sales coaching and training world. There are hundreds of thousands of insurance professionals that need help. Why would I not help you if you can then go provide value to one of your customers or vice versa? Like that doesn't even make sense to me. Now that's not to say that this little scarcity freaking mindset pops up and is like, oh, Michael, are you, you know, man, like you just lost that customer. How are you going to like, of course, it it's something that you have to just really keep awareness about. Like, is this problem or is this scarcity that's sneaking up on you? Is this my real voice or is this a fear voice that's sneaking into my head? You know, it's like the little guy I always say, and I might be, I might be the only crazy one right now, but I have like two voices. I have like the, you're freaking amazing. You're helping so many people. Like 
go, go kill it, man. Go crush it. And then I have the other, other person on my, my other shoulder. That's like, you suck. Don't try that. Like the fear, like, Oh, don't get out of your comfort zone. And so it's like fighting those two, those two voices, if that makes sense. No, I think you're dead on there. And I think that's another one of those things that just outside of insurance and outside of sales, outside of me and you in our society in general, we're dealing with mental health and people have that voice on their shoulder. And I think we all battle a little bit of that. And so it's good to hear that you're not alone and the audience listening on the other side of this on their headphones, they're not alone. You're not alone listening to this. Michael Weaver who runs a sales academy very successfully (laughs) still struggles with that little tiny voice saying you can't do it, but you have to battle through that, grind through that and say, no, there is an abundance of people out there that we can take care of. Just like when we started the show, before we started the show, we were talking about, because we have the same space, but there's so many independent agents out there. There's so many captives. There's so many life insurance guys. There's so many PNC guys. There's so many financial planners, just whatever that we could all wrap our arms around and help. And, you know, there's no need for even you and I to be at battle. Like, I love your TikToks. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to hurt his TikTok because he's <laughs> that's stupid, right? It is, man. It's, um, and I, it's just one of those things that, again, if you just get out of it, collaboration's a beautiful thing. All right. Yeah. And, and by having a true abundance mindset, and again, it's not always going to be easy. There's going to be challenges along the way, probably daily right. struggles. But if, and I think a lot of that, so a lot of what helps me is my daily routine, the books I read, things of that nature of always reminding myself and doing the practices that are going to help. It's like a muscle. It's like to build that muscle, to build that abundance muscle, you have to do something to build it or else you will get stuck in that scarcity. You will get stuck in that. There's not enough. You will get stuck in that complacency. Yeah, no, I completely, I completely love what you're saying. And I agree with what you're talking about. And so it is a muscle you have to work on. I think there's too many people out there that are stuck in that, you know, scarcity, that fear mindset. So I hate that. Um, well, so that's one of the things that's what's, that's what's preached all the time, though. It is like I turned it off. Is. We turned off the. We haven't watched a news channel in seven years. Like it's one of the best things we ever did. It's like if all you're in social media, anything that gives me like a a, a visceral effect in my stomach, boom, you're gone. Like you're blocked. You're cleared. You're unfollowed. Like. I don't got time for some negative shit in my life, man. Like I just want to be fun. I want to have joy. Like life is too short to be worrying about things that give you like this negative emotional feeling. It's wild. It is wild. And that's one of the things that I have to do social media because I'm a podcast host. I'm trying to grow my business, but personally I, I just don't do it anymore. Like I'll post randomly here and there just to keep my algorithms going. But other than that, there's too much negativity. on. Oh man. Yeah. Like we have a great social media presence, but I'll tell you, I'm not like, uh, I'm not going to get on and scroll. And like, I get on, I do my thing. I try to provide value to people and I'm off and back to work. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough, man. And that's one of those things about social and it's sad that they have that. I mean, I wish like, I don't know, like my wife and I joke around about, we wish, especially in in Little Rock, uh, we wish that there was a special interstate for truck drivers. I wish there was a special social media for negative ranting. <laughs> like you, you stay on your side. If y'all want to rant, get negative together, y'all do that. Let's keep a channel of like positive LinkedIn, positive, you know, Facebook, positive Twitter, but not going to happen. But anyway, so I digress. So going back to, you were talking about, you know, being a sales coach now doing that full time, yeah. you know, you talked about, um, 
you know, you love working with agents on, you know, day to day and tools to be successful and things like that. One of the things that you mentioned that fascinates me, and I hope that, because we didn't get into it, this is not scripted at all. So I hope that this fascinates me. Um, you brought up routine and you're a routine guy. So I, there's a guy uh, in, in my circles that, you know, I talked to uh, that, like, he's so big in a routine and efficiency. He lasered the hair off his face because it took him five or 10 minutes a day to shave. Shave. Yeah. He like, he does certain things every day because it's part of his routine. He wants to shave as much like five minutes here and there. Anyway, I must. I've obviously got like my miracle morning type of routine. And then I've got the routine that shit, I hit the snooze button, but I got to get, I got to get these three things in every yeah. single day. Look, yeah. I, I wish I was a machine. I wish I was perfect. But at the end of the day, I'm just right. not. All right, let's face it. Right. I don't know if anybody is. Like, I, I know a lot of people out there are like, yeah, I do this every single day. It's like, do you really? Because that's, I mean, I don't yeah. know, man. You may, like, I consider myself a pretty disciplined individual. And some mornings right. I'm just like, man, I slept like shit. I'm hitting the snooze button to get another hour and I'll wake up of and course. do course. Yeah. So, so yeah, my routine. And the reason why I have a routine I want to speak on this because I, I talk about it a lot. Um, we can help people be the best sales professionals in the world. We can help yeah. them with the tools to be successful. But at the end of the day, you can have all the tools it takes to be successful in your career, your business environment, yeah. sales. But if you're not taking care of yourself personally, there's no way you can ever perform at maximum capacity professionally. And so my personal routine, it helps me be a better person. It makes me feel better. Um, and ultimately, that's why I do it. So to get into it, it's really, I wake up. Um, so I wake up at 5.02 um, okay. every single morning, get up, brush my teeth, drink eight ounces of water, head straight downstairs. I do a 12 minute hit workout every single day. I have a little sauna that's super in it, like $150 sauna. But then I go and I sit in the sauna for 30 minutes and I meditate the whole time. Um, when I get done with my sauna, I walk upstairs, uh, and I will typically, then I will read. All right. And I do audible. So I'm not reading like a hard, hardback book. I do an audible for about 30 minutes. Then I'll journal for about 15 to 20 minutes. And then I look at my three tasks I need to get done that day. Go take a shower. Shower is like my go time. Shower is like when I'm like, let's roll. And part of my meditation practice, I'll, I'll also tell you, um, within that 30 minute meditation practice, it's prayer and I am exercise. Um, so my daily mantras. So that's what I do. And then during the winter, um, I'm blessed enough to live on a lake. And so in the, in the Midwest, it's freezing. So November 1st is always, I start polar plunging. So I will go out and I'll polar plunge for five minutes a day, every single day. Like getting in the water what, when every, it's cold. Every dude, this morning it was 21 degrees outside. Yeah. Wow. And what does that do for you? Like, why is that just like an exhilarating type? What, what does the polar plunge do for you? Yeah, Besides man. show me that you're a weirdo. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely a weirdo. But, um, and I take cold showers every day too. So I take, I take cold showers every single day. I've been doing that. So for, you, you have no comfort zone anymore. Well, it's so my, so the cold showers started from the, so Wim Hof, you've probably heard of Wim Hof, Wim Hof method. Um, so I started doing cold showers about three years ago and I end every, so I say cold showers. I take a normal shower and I end every shower for three minutes on just blasting cold water. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel better. It wakes me up, but the polar plunge, and there's a lot to be said about like some of the health benefits and things like that. Okay. Immune system. Look, I don't know all the health benefits. I'll tell you the reason why I do it personally. I do it for my mindset. Um, 
I know that if I can force myself down into 38 degree water for five minutes, I can do anything in the world that I want. Like it sucks every single time, man. Like I'm not even going to lie. It's terrible, (laughs) but the feeling that I get. So the rush, the endorphins, um, I like this morning I woke up anxious for some reason. I have no idea. And there is proven studies that show by doing like cold water therapy that it does help with anxiety. It helps with that anxious feeling. I crawled out of the lake after five minutes, the anxious feeling is gone. I'm like ready, rock and roll, go jump in the shower. I'm like, let's roll. Like I got to, I'm ready to conquer the day. Nice dude. Okay. So that routine, that's step-by-step that's that routine wore me out. Um, after that, I need a nap, but no, I, I love the, the, the routine and getting into that. And so I would say that so much of that routine is, is about personal care and taking care of you before you can take care of anybody else. A hundred percent, man. Like, and I told you, so that's like a perfect morning. All right. Yeah. I have three non-negotiables um, year round. The polar plunge during the winter, I do love. Like it's it's kind of wild. Like it's a sick um, kind of addiction. Like I love it. I love how it makes me feel. But the three non-negotiables for me, even if I wake up late, I do my 12 minute workout. I will meditate and I will read. Like that. those are my non-negotiables every single day to get my day going. Because um, I'm working on my body. I'm working on my soul. I'm working on my mind. And those are the things that I'm always trying to do. So... Talk to me about this for a second. Okay. So I, I, I okay. It, I was right. It did fascinate me. I was worried because you could have bored me there, but you did. You fascinated me there. So I'm interested in the meditation part of it because I'm a deeply spiritual human being and, and I'm a Protestant Christian. Um, very proud of that. Uh, but whether you're religious or not, meditation is a huge key to so many people's life. For me personally, I'm ADHDAF, and so there's no way <laughs> possible that I can meditate. Like I, I can't even pray a sentence without having something else pop in my brain. Yep. Dear Heavenly Father, oh gosh, I'm off in squirrel land. Squirrel, yep. <laughs> and I'm thinking about every other thing, grocery lists and consulting, you know, podcasts with Weaver. All these things are in my head. Then, oh crap, I'm back here with God again. Sometimes my prayers take like four hours, but it was really like a 30 second prayer. But it's some of that I'm joking. My audience knows, but honest to God, though, I don't know how you could sit there for 15, however long you said, 30 minutes, 15 minutes and meditate without being distracted, without having other things flood your brain, or even that voice over here to say, why are you meditating? You're an idiot. Meditating is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah. uh, talk to me about that. Yeah, it's, that's great, man. And I, th- and that's a great question. And look, I'm and I got to be transparent about it for me. So that's why. I- well, and I, look, I'm not a meditation expert by any means. The reason why I meditate is exactly what you were saying. Um, I still have those things come into my head. But what I do is I really focus on my breathing to stop the thought process and put it out. I mean, that those thoughts are still going to come in. And that's great. But right now, I don't want to be thinking about that. Right now, I want to be very intentional with what I'm doing. Sure, the thought comes in, bam, let me let me put that out for later when I can actually focus on it. So my 30-minute practice, and again, 20 minutes of, is 15, 20 minutes of his meditation. Five minutes of it is roughly prayer. And then five to 10 minutes is roughly that I am 
exercise, um, just my yeah. daily mantras. Yeah. And so I do it to clear the mind. I do it to slow those thought processes down um, and really be intentional with my breathing is how I is how I really try to stay focused in a meditation practice is I do um, I, I do what a, a breathing exercise that's I breathe in for five seconds. I hold it for five seconds. I go out for five seconds. And so that's all I concentrate on that entire meditation practice because it keeps me focused on one thing. And that's my breath. I like that. When I think of the I am statements, and this is just, here's my weirdness. I go to the help. You is good. You is kind. You is <laughs> important. That's uh, right. And I go to that every time, you know, and I think about that because that, that movie had a big impact on me. And I think about that uh, a lot. But again, I think that's fascinating. I think that people are listening right now and think, oh, that's hokey. That's crap. Whatever. I'm, I'm looking at a guy right now in a suit, first of all, on a Zoom in a suit, which is incredible because I, I barely put on pants today. And you got on a suit. <laughs> And you, you told me beforehand, you know, the numbers you were putting up and you've talked to me about, I see you're successful. I know if you've had a consulting practice for five years, you're, you're doing pretty well there. It's not hokey to you. You would say it's a recipe for success it, or an ingredient um, in the recipe. I think it's a, no, I think you're right. I think it's a recipe. It's um like vision boards. All right. A lot yeah. of people do vision boards. Like you have to be able to actually visualize what you want. And it, it goes back. Everyone has preached this since the beginning of time. Like what you tell yourself, you have to believe it before you achieve it. So by me saying, Hey, I'm a money magnet. Money comes to me with ease. I am happy. I am wealthy. I am joy. I am creative. Like I am a, a multimillionaire. Like these are all things that I say I am saying I am. I say it to myself enough. I believe it. If I believe it and then I have the right action that leads there, you are going to accomplish it. There you go. No, I get I get fired up, man. Like it's I, I love it. You know, I, I do. I, I, and I think that, you know, there was a time in my life that I would have just probably shut this podcast down and said, that's the hokiest, dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm glad I've, I've you know, grown up, you know, I'm 43 years old. I've grown up a little bit past that now. But there is a time in my life I would have said that. And I'd have been like, this is, Michael, you're an idiot. What are you Same thing, about? man. I'm with you. But so my it's wife just, and I. What really opened my eyes, all right, transparently, is my we did a vision board. That's the that's the one thing we did every year um, when we started the business, all right. So this really started when we started the business in 2014, the insurance business. And um, one thing we did with our team every single year is we did a vision board as a team, and because we wanted to help them accomplish not only their professional goals but their personal goals, their personal dreams. And so we did this vision board and every year we'd accomplish some things, but you'd have your one year plan, three year, five year long term vision. Well. Long story short, the house we live in right now, and I'm not saying this is our forever house, but it was the house that was on the vision board. It was the stucco house yeah. with the stone on the water. And when we looked at this house for the first time, because it was pure luck that we even, this house wasn't listed. Some real estate agent just contacted us. Right. We, Right when we, right when my wife showed up at the house, she's like, this is the house that was on our vision board. It, now it looks a little bit differently than maybe what we had pictured, but this is the house. And so that opened my eyes to everything. That's when I started the I am practice. Um, I've got some wild stories with that as well, but like I, I am a firm yeah, believer it. that it's like what you constantly tell yourself is what's going to happen in your life. Hey, there's a lot of people and, and I'm glad that I'm, you know, I've grown past my simple mindset of that's stupid, you know, but 
because I do believe, you know, I'm looking at you, you know, I'm seeing your success. And it's like, that's got to be part of that. And those routines and the meditation and all those things you talk about, the I am statements. I think there's more than just going out and crushing it and writing business. You know, there's a lot of people that are charismatic that get out there and they can write some business. Yep. But to have that routine, to have that, you know, and that's all before like the sun comes up. You're talking about all these things in a sense. So, I mean, before you even start your day, before you, even, and I'm sure we could have a whole other podcast about all the practices you teach to salespeople, but you got to start somewhere. And start so somewhere. we believe, you know, where I'm at in a daily startup and a daily shutdown. Yep. And so, you know, you got to have that daily startup. And I had no clue where this podcast was going. And here we are deep into it. It's like, this is where we're at. We're talking about the daily startup. And that's so important to anything, you know, that you could ever teach somebody in sales. You've got to have that mindset first. Because if you start your day, you just wake up, hit the, you know, hit the alarm or turn it off, get in the shower and run, you know, to your first appointment, you haven't had any time to, to center to focus, take that cold shower, meditate, all those things, read, you know, self-reflection, all those things. That's a huge part. You and Courtney are big believe. Sorry, Courtney is his wife. You and Courtney are big believers in that. Do y'all, teach, do y'all have kids? Do y'all teach them that too? We don't have kids yet, man. Like, okay. uh, hopefully we'll be blessed one day. We got we got three little bur- fur babies. But, there you go. Um, but no, man, like what you're hitting on, like, if, and if any, and here's the thing I always tell people, my routine is my routine. All right. My routine is not for everyone. So I just had this conversation with a customer yesterday because she was like, well, Michael, you do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I do. You're right. But that doesn't mean you have to. What you need to do is figure out a routine that works for you, that you look forward to, that brings you joy and makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. 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 And you're exactly right. So whatever that routine is, again, whether you're religious or not, whether you're spiritual or not, whether you meditate or not, Whatever that routine looks like for you, it needs to happen. Now, for me, it's not necessarily a, a written out routine, but I get up and start off every morning. I walk my dog. I go to the gym and then I walk my dog. Yep. And that's a special, I didn't realize it, uh, but like I've started traveling a lot over the last year and a half or so. And so like every other week I'm on the road and uh, my wife's like, I'm going to kill your dog because he's gotten so used to <laughs> this walk. Yep. And my kids are like, God, dad, why'd you do that? Now he's spoiled. If he doesn't get his walk, he's a terror. And if you have fur babies or if you have dogs, you know, they can tear up stuff, get destructive. They get just like a kid. They get ornery if they don't get their walk or whatever, or their exercise. But for me, going back, I digress. The reason why I did it, it started off was for that, but then it was therapeutic for me. It was time for me to pop in the headphones, listen to a podcast, which you and Courtney have made that list a couple of times. And uh, whether it's a book, a podcast, it's just me, or it may be time where I just, sometimes uh, this might be a weird thing. But I, I have an app on my phone just for white noise. Sometimes I'll put white noise in my earbuds or AirPods, whatever you want to use, just so I can drown everything out. It's just me and my thoughts. And I'm walking the dog. We walk for an hour uh, and I'm just chilling. That's just me in my zone. So again, it's a form of meditation, I guess. I'm not sitting cross-legged with my arms, you know, doing the thing, but I'm, I'm meditating. I'm doing my thing. Yep. And I'm usually breathing heavy because I'm fat and I'm trying to walk my dog. But at the same time, I'm focused on my breathing to make sure I don't pass out. <laughs> Well, I think the most important thing you're saying is you have a routine that you like. It's quiet time. You block out everything else. And that's what's magical about that time is that nothing else matters. You don't have anything else going on. No distractions. Like I actually don't turn on my, like I don't, I won't use my phone until my entire practice is over. So like I'll use it for, I do listen to like meditation music and things like that, but I'm not checking social media. I'm not checking email. I'm not checking my messages. Um, 
It just no distractions because if you can, you're in a theta state. All right. When you, and I'm no, I'm no um, expert here, but when you wake up your mind, all right, hasn't been distracted yet. You don't have all these things coming in. So if you can somewhat keep that quiet, that noise, all right, that white noise that allows you to, to catch your thoughts, because don't quote me on this, but um, Joe Dispenza, if you've never researched Joe Dispenza and you're looking to help with mindset and things like that, he's an expert. But I think he says something like humans have 60,000 thoughts a day and 98% of them are the same thoughts over and over and over every single day. So how can you, how can you reprogram your mind or what can you do to where you're catching more of your thoughts? And you have to have the time, like you're saying, the white noise where you just have a time with no distractions. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, Yeah. I think that's one of those things that for me, I didn't know it was a routine until a couple of years later. Now my dog's four or three and a half. Now I know, okay, it's part of my routine. And, uh, And I did a TikTok about it not too long ago, just talking about having that and uh, again, I've got to have you come back again for a part two, because I want to get into some of your sales strategies, but I'm so glad we ended up where we were on this episode because mindset is such a huge part of being a successful anything, but we'll put in insurance salesman here because you've got to have that. The other thing, you know, and I want to just park here for like a minute and a half, maybe, but I think having that right mindset, especially if you work with a house full of people or an office full of people, you can come in and you can pollute the entire you know, atmosphere by bringing in negativity, bringing in negative energy, bringing that in. And then someone that Michael is having a great day, I come in with my crappy attitude, that's going to affect everything or vice versa. You can come in with a great attitude and affect my bad attitude. Yeah, man. So actually like one thing that I tried to implement when I was when I was an agency owner and even with Weaver Sales Academy today when we start off our team meetings and this is how I start off every training actually when we train is an attitude of gratitude one thing you're grateful for today like that's how I used to start every team meeting that's how we start every team meeting today at Weaver Sales Academy when I'm when we're training live weekly we're asking members like hey put one thing in the comment section that you're grateful for today because look especially insurance professionals you did de- they deal with people on their worst day. They yep. take in so much negative energy every single day. And look, it's hard. It's not always in life is not always going to be easy. But if you can constantly be reminding yourself of the good things going on in your life, it makes life way easier. Yep. No, you're 100% correct. So that all being said, again, I was hoping that we could get into some other things, but I'm glad we ended up parked here because this is apparently something I needed to hear today. And so hopefully I know the audience need to hear that too. So what I want to do is uh, ask you, uh, tell me a little bit about Weaver Sales Academy. Let me give you a little runway here just to plug and promote if you want to. Um because I know there's people thinking like, I got to talk to this guy, you know, I want him to help me. I want him on my team, whatever it might be. Tell me a little bit about the Weaver sales guy, maybe give some contact info, what you guys do go. Yeah, man. So, um, and again, thank you for the opportunity. So Weaver Sales Academy, we're a sales training and coaching organization for insurance professionals. Um, ultimately, what we do is we give agents and producers the tools to be successful day to day. And and that's everything from making more money, helping more people. But ultimately, our goal is to give you the tools to be a true sales professional to where you're able to have conversations with your customers, 
that are able to really try to eliminate price from the equation. You're an educational value-based sales conversation asking the right questions. But not only that, we we have the whole arsenal. I mean, we have a video library of over 1,500 hours of content. We do the two live trainings every single week. Um, but it's, it's to give insurance professionals the tool to be successful from everything from your prospecting to the activities you need to do to the closing techniques to, hey, here's how you run a team meeting. We cover all that. We cover the, we cover the gambit. And so, so um, you can go to the website. So you can Google Weaver Sales Academy. Uh, you can go to www.weaversa, so weaversellsacademy.com. Um, and then most importantly, follow us on social media. We put lots of free content out there just like yourself. Um, so Michael Weaver, um, my wife's name and business partner is Courtney Weaver. Uh, check us out, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, uh, you name it, we're on them all. And then we have the podcast called The Insurance Buzz. And uh, the one thing you may not know or you may know is I actually wrote a book called Game Changer, Taking Your Insurance Agency to the Next Level during um, actually April of 2020. And it's a quick read. It's about three hours, but it is it is awesome. Um, I'm biased, but uh, I get, I've get i got lots of positive feedback and the book is, um, it's like 15 bucks on Amazon. Like it's, it's super it. inexpensive. And if you want that book, reach out to me and I will buy it and send it to you. So if you're an audience member and you want that book, uh, I'm going to go ahead and buy five of those today. I'll send it to you. Just shoot me a, a message with your address and I'll send it to you. So Michael, you sold five books today, but uh, no, th thanks, man. And I, I'll go ahead and give out like my, um, my cell phone too. So if any okay. of you have questions, it's 816-263-1412. Um, if you need help, you have questions at all, look, contact me. I'm happy to help any way I can. Um, it's not going to be a pitch call, even though I believe in my product. And if I believe I can help you, I'm going, I'm definitely going to bring it up because I believe I'm the, I believe we're the best at what we do. Um, but at the end of the day, just like you're in this for value, I'm in this for value. Any way I can help, I'm going to do that. Brother, I appreciate you. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for being a part of the program. Thanks to you for joining Insurance Town. Uh, I can't wait uh, to you know release this one so that everybody can get in that mindset. We'll have a lot of cold showers taken. But thank you again, sir. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me and Michael today on the program. I really hope that the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional. I am 100% uh, like loving this conversation. I really thought that it was something refreshing for me to hear, and I hope that it did you too. So please let me know that. Uh, I love when you guys reach out to me, um, and I love seeing the audience grow, and I love seeing. Uh, you guys getting more involved and sending me suggestions. Dude, it's so fun. Uh, this is your town just as much as it is mine. This is for you uh, just as much as it is anybody else. Like you listening to the show right now are important to me. So if you don't mind, just as soon as you hit the end of this or you get to the office, if you're at the treadmill or at the, the gym or walking or running, when you get a chance, just hit your computer, type in my email address, or just shoot me a quick note to saying hi. Um, I'd love to know who you are. I would love to interview you as a guest on my show. So reach out, Heath at insurancetownpodcasts.com. If you have an idea for your own show, go to getreadysetpodcast.com. That's getreadysetpodcast.com. Ready, set, podcast, turning your brilliant ideas into a reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>